Hello, my children. I come to you with a COVID-19 update interim podcast. Welcome to The Great Flood is Spoken. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm still on my Breakfast at Tiffany's series. I can't even speak today. Breakfast at Tiffany's <laughs> series. I've got some more really cool guests lined up. Um, I've been in conversation with an A-list, uh, a celebrity who has some interesting, uh, viewpoints because of their personhood and those kind of, those talks kind of fell apart, but, um, I have some other networks that I can, uh, dive into. And it's not that I'm just trying to, uh, use, uh, I don't know, what limited scope into (laughs) not limited scope what am i trying to say i'm a capricorn i should be more decisive it's not that i'm trying to use my friend networks for cachet uh the people that i have spoken to thus far in this series that you've heard from are actually people in my friendship circles um some more than others who i have deep affection for and that I relate to on a either daily or semi-weekly basis. I've worked with them, I've played with them, and I love them. Uh, actually, that's true for all, all three guests you've heard from so far. Um, I have not, unfortunately, because of distance and because of just life, had the opportunity to hang out as much with Alicia Reveille like she's an amazing person and I hope that the future um, allows us to have more uh, personal interaction we've done a show together um, we met up in New York together uh, actually when <laughs> I saw um, I saw a slave play on Broadway with Jake Shears and Alicia Reveille like and another friend who I can hope to get on the podcast um, at some point. So we actually, I mean, we we hang out in real life. (laughs) Uh, uh, This is all real here. Uh, What I'm talking about and what I'm doing, these are my actual friends. Uh, But I'm actually branching out into these conversations with people that I don't know so well yet, um, but are people, also people of note, um, who I think because of their gender, because of their race, because of their sexuality, because of their social economic class, have a unique perspective and would have some interesting insight. And I hope to be able to push them into probing their relationships to gender, class, sexuality, um, their personal relationships into that via the lens of Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's why this movie is so interesting, because I think it often gets people to open up their minds about these topics in a way that they really haven't before and it's a movie from 1961 so I think it surprises a lot of people um and I'll just be I think I'll go ahead and be frank uh so I had I had contacted Justin Long uh whose podcast I really like um Life is Short with Justin Long that is a a plug go listen to it it's a really great podcast and I contacted him because uh, 
he is interesting to me. I saw his film Ten Years, which also, which is about a class reunion. It's about high school kids who reunite ten years later as adults, right? And how their lives have changed. And that movie has some really interesting moments of race and gender and sexuality and class in it to discuss. And I wanted his viewpoints on that and his viewpoints on Breakfast at Tiffany's. But his schedule um, at this moment is like back to back to back to back to back. And he doesn't feel like he has time. And this is not shade. Uh the you know the 10 listeners that I have please do not go and uh, attack uh, Justin Long um, he's good people from what I see from what I see him doing um, from the conversations he's having he had James Blake on his black friend from childhood come on and talk about race on his podcast his Instagram feed is like spot on with like the Louisville Bail Fund and Black Lives Matter and like actual resources for education for white allies, actual places to give money to black creatives and black uh, demonstrators, black protesters who are who need to be bailed out. Like he's doing the work that I can see via his social media. So it's unfortunate he isn't able to participate at this time. Um, but I've got several other people planned, actually. I've gotten some solid okays from some people that I am so excited about uh, for these conversations. So I thought this series was going to be three to five people. It may be longer. I don't know. Um, This may turn into a (laughs) Breakfast at Tiffany's podcast because it's still investigating blackness. So I'm good with that. However, that was not what I came on to to talk about today. What's been pressing on my mind today, my children, to talk about, and I won't have you here that long, is Breonna Taylor, right? Uh, she has ceased to trend on social media. I'm going to hashtag this podcast, Brianna Taylor, and I want to give you some details. First of all, I'm on the ground here in Louisville. Um, as was revealed in my, I had an interview, if you don't know, my darlings, uh, first of all, I have this new lavalier mic that is on me. So I upgraded my mic. Okay, you dragged me. The children really took me to task. The children really dragged me. I got so many DMs and so many messages and so many tweets before I got suspended from Twitter. That's another side story about why I got suspended from Twitter. Uh, It's racist, but we'll go into that maybe in a later podcast. Details coming soon. But I got dragged on my mic and my plosives. I'm an actor, darling. So I have great plosives. Well, now I have a lavalier mic that I purchased with a windscreen on it, so hopefully the sound is better. Hopefully um, there isn't so much pop on my plosives, etc. But anyway, uh, what called me here today, my children, is Brianna Taylor. Once again, she's not trending on social media. We need to get her trending again. And uh, I'm in Louisville because my parents are here, the senior citizens, and I'm helping them with multiple things. My parents have combined so many chronic illnesses that they're maintaining but they have appointments coming up they have surgeries coming up and they needed my help i've tested negative for covid twice um but as my uh primary care physician reminded me in a telehealth appointment today i'm digressing a lot today i'm gonna get back to brown and taylor but quick digression say i digress but i can always get back as my Uh, doctor reminded me in my telehealth appointment today, a negative COVID diagnosis through the PCR test only means that 
it, it doesn't actually mean that you don't have COVID-19. What that means is the viral load is not enough to be detected yet. That's literally all it means. So you could still be transmitting COVID-19 to other people, even if you test negative in a few days, right? It just means that today the viral, node, the viral load within you is not enough to be detected by this test. That's all the negative test means. So I'm, so, I'm practicing social distancing in the house with my senior citizen parents. How does that work? I have a separate entrance. I'm masked with them at all times. I wear gloves. I wear a mask. I don't touch them. Uh, we have separate utensils, separate everything. So we are together but apart in the house. And hopefully that's working. I keep testing negative. That's all I can do is keep testing. Back to Brianna Taylor. Why I'm here. You just heard me hit something on the desk. So, um, our attorney general here in Kentucky is a Republican, if you did not know. Our governor is Democrat Andy Bashir, who was amazing in what he has done to make testing for COVID-19 actually free and available to everyone, unlike Tennessee, whose governor is, has told untruths about the availability. But the reason I've been able to get so many COVID tests is because of Andy Bashir. Thank you so much. But our attorney general, who was charged with bringing charges against, who who has the power to bring charges, our attorney general is Daniel Cameron, who is a black Republican. I left appropriate space there for you to, um, I think you could read what that space was about. If you'd like to call our black Republican attorney general's office, the switchboard there is area code 502 696 5300. Once again, that's area code 502-696-5300. Or you can go to Kentucky.gov and email him if you'd like to tell him what you think about the Breonna Taylor case. He has brought charges against Brett uh, Hankison. That's one of the three officers who, you know, broke, busted down the door under cover of night and shot Breonna Taylor. So Brett Hankison has been charged. However, there were two other officers, Miles Cosgrove, C-O-S-G-R-O-V-E, and Jonathan Mattingly, M-A-T-T-I-N-G-L-Y, who also need to be charged. So we need to keep pushing. Um, Black Lives Matter Louisville is doing the most in the best possible way. They shut down the Second Street Bridge the other day. They're protesting all the time. They have ACLU lawyers. I mean, they're doing the damn thing. They're really doing it to press Daniel Cameron to do his job and actually bring charges against the other two officers. I'm glad that the interim police chief, and I don't have his name at the moment, because the former police chief was fired by Mayor Greg Fisher. And I'm going to get in Greg Fisher's ass in a minute. I'm going to get to Greg Fisher in a minute here. But the interim police chief did bring charges. I'm sorry. Pardon me. The interim police chief fired Brett Hankison. Um, so that was good. I'm glad that happened. We know, as with Darren Wilson, who killed uh, Mike Brown in the Ferguson incident, which is the modern, you know, uh, the murder of, of Mike Brown sort of uh, was the, the match that lit the flame on the modern civil rights movement. I think he deserves that credit. May he rest in power. But Darren Wilson, uh, you know, uh, I believe Darren Wilson resigned. I don't think he was actually fired from the St. Louis police. I may be wrong, but he just went to another county and was hired. 
that's all these cops have to do. So even though Brett Hankison um, has been fired, uh, he can go over to Indiana and get a job as a cop. He can go over to another county in Kentucky actually and get hired as a cop. It literally makes no difference. Um, so we need to have a law about that. Because in other f- professions, that doesn't happen, right? Like if you're fired as a teacher, usually your license, your teacher's license is revoked. And so then you can't teach somewhere else, right? Not so with police. You can get fired in this town and just walk over to the next town and get hired somewhere else. We need to stop that. Like if you're fired as a cop somewhere because you're a murderer, you shouldn't be able to work as a cop ever again. You really shouldn't be able to carry a gun anymore, quite frankly. But anyway, we need to keep pressing. Uh, So once again, Daniel Cameron is our Attorney General. And the number to the main switchboard of the Attorney General's office is 502-696-5300. Please light that switchboard up and demand uh, the arrest of fellow officers Miles Cosgrove and Jonathan Mattingly. Once again, you can go to Kentucky.gov and email uh, the Attorney General, but they're probably going to shut off his email after a while because I'm sure his email has gotten blown up. Uh, but call him. But let's get into Greg Fisher's ass, the mayor of Louisville, because he got his clown face on CBS this morning with uh, bootlicker in charge, Gail King, and was giving all sorts of platitudes about how we need to come together and had the nerve to talk about reparations for black people. When the man, first of all, this is how much Greg Fisher cares about people in general in Louisville. Last year before the Derby, Greg Fisher literally bulldozed all the homeless camps, threw all their shit out, their pallets, their, you know, their pots that they had to piss in. He wanted to get rid of, well, he didn't want to, he did. He literally bulldozed all the homeless camps so that the celebrities coming in for Derby wouldn't see homeless people. That's what he did, number one. And they tried to call Louisville the compassionate city. So he bulldozed homeless people, and then he did it again. The protesters had camps set up in uh, the in the park where there's a memorial set up for Breonna Taylor. He threw all that out into the trash after there was a shooting in the park. There's a very shady shooting. I'm not even going to go into all of that where a person of color shot a white person and killed them. That's very suspect because none of the Black Lives Matter protesters have had any weapons this whole time. So, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this country was built on the conspiracy of white supremacy and slavery, and the very creation of whiteness is a conspiracy. So, if that's, if there's any conspiracy going on, it's like whiteness being actioned and weaponized, that's shady as hell. So, this black person apparently murdered a white person, and now that, has, that narrative has taken over instead of Breonna Taylor in the first place. I'm not even going to, you can look into the white person that was shot um, by this random person of color, I don't even think was a Black Lives Matter protester. You can go research that yourself. I'm not going to give power to that or energy to that. But Greg Fisher is trash. He needs to resign. Um, I think he's a lame duck mayor anyway. I don't think he can be reelected because he's been mayor for a very long time. But he needs to resign. Because uh, what he did today on CBS This Morning was trash. It was congratulating himself on all he's quote-unquote done for uh, diversity and inclusion in Louisville. 
It's garbage. It's garbage. It's total trash. Lies, subterfuge, trash, misdirection. No. Under his watch, Breonna Taylor was murdered to death in her sleep. So there you go. He threw Chief Conrad under the bus and fired him. But this is under his watch. He's running the city, right? The buck stops at the mayor. And this is not the first unarmed person who's been shot to death and murdered in Louisville. Google. Your Google ain't broke. You can Google all of the many other unarmed black people who've been murdered under these police. Okay? So that's what I came on here to talk about. My main point, my cause of action, my children, that I would like you to pursue is to get into the behind of Attorney General Daniel Cameron. That's what you need to do. Email him, call him, take action, tweet him, uh, whatever. Once again, hit this main switchboard number to Daniel Cameron's office. The Kentucky Attorney General is 502-696-5300. Or once again, you can get to him via email uh, through the Kentucky.gov website because the other two officers need to be arrested. Miles Cosgrove and Jonathan Mattingly. They need to not only be fired, but also arrested. We need to make it clear that you cannot murder unarmed black people. You cannot uh, arrest, try, and convict, and sentence, and murder black people on the street. Which is what these police are doing, right? The police, the job of police, and I'm not even going to get into the abolish the police discussion because... That seems evident to me. Getting into the abolished police discussion would be like me talking about the sun being hot to me. But what police are supposed to do is arrest people. They're supposed to protect and serve and arrest. Nowhere in their job description is try, sentence, convict, murder. That's not in their job description. They're supposed to protect and serve and arrest. So even if they were going to arrest Breonna Taylor, they were supposed to arrest her, not shoot her. And they have the wrong house anyway, right? So the police are not, we've got to stop this. So once again, you need to send the message that if you shoot, if you murder us, there will be consequences. Period. So if they stop doing this. Now, if something happens to me, you know what's up. So once again, uh, call Daniel Cameron. His office is 502-696-5300. The Great Flood has spoken, my children.